I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 602 in the AM Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Rob Long, Jeremy Codd, Ed Norris on vacation this week. Put your feet on the floor. Jumpstart your Taco Tuesday with us. Getting back to work. Long weekend for many of you. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with my, my phone, my iPhone, Jeremy. Last Monday, my alarm didn't go off at all. I told you guys that. Didn't go off at all. It was a bad day for that to happen because I wasn't feeling well today. You know, nothing worse than wake up in a frenzy mm-hmm. and you're already not feeling well. Today, I have two alarms. I have a 4 o'clock alarm and a 4.30 alarm. And the 4.30 alarm is just in case, just in case, I hit the alarm and, and lay down and look at the ceiling a little bit longer and fall asleep again. Mm-hmm. The 4 o'clock alarm never went off. Only the 4.30 alarm. That's messed up. And, and Joe, we just found out Rob's a do-as-I-say-not-as-I-do type guy. Because he said when, when you wake up, you're supposed to put your feet on the floor. I do. And this joker just said that sometimes he hits the button and goes right back to sleep. No, I said just in case I hit the button. I'm talking to Joe. fall asleep. I'm talking to Joe. Ed's not here. fall asleep so again. talk to Joe. So... <laughs> He said he falls back asleep. He doesn't put his feet on the floor like he tells everyone so, else so to do. We'll, so what we'll do is at six thirty, we'll we'll start the, the James Brown music again, <laughs> just in case their asses went back to sleep. We can do that. Hey, I'm fine with more James Brown. <laughs> yeah, man. So today, I like I got up not knowing what time it was. Did my routine. Went in the bathroom, brushed my teeth, did everything. Came back to to to, to my room. Like, wait a minute, wait. Why is it four forty? It take me forty minutes to do that. I looked at my phone like, man, I think the four o'clock alarm went off. I've been waking up in like anywhere between 30 minutes to an hour before my alarm's set to go off. And it's so annoying because I'm laying in bed and I'm like, do I want to look at my phone to let me know how much time there is until I have to get up? Or do I just want to get up because I already know that it's time to get up? <laughs> and sure enough, every freaking morning, especially when you're off, like, do you find yourself getting up earlier in your days off? Or are you able to sleep in? Uh, Define early. It's yeah. late. Seven o'clock is early to people. Most people listening. Fair enough. But it's three o'clock later <laughs> for me. So mm-hmm. yes and no. Yes, I still get up early, but it's still three hours later than I normally get up. So it's rest. I got you. Well, I had to get up early yesterday. I had two appointments. I had to go downtown for an appointment. Then I had to go all the way back out to Bel Air from 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 Union Memorial mm-hmm. to get this eye finally fixed now. Yeah, I saw someone had tagged your face on Facebook, man. It was yeah, you up. did. What? No, I put R Long on it. 
So you know people are, are jackasses, oh, yeah, right? So yeah. people are going to be jerks right off the bat. Yeah. But um, what were some of the best ones? Like, I saw the Samuel L. Jackson one. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Uh, what is it? Uh, Nick Fury in the Marvel yeah. movies with the eye patch. <laughs> I saw some Slick Rick references, and that's why I was singing when I was coming in this morning. I know. But... 6.30? Oh, six minutes? <laughs> six, six minutes? minutes. <laughs> six minutes. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it was, some, it was some creative ones. It all started with Zach, my buddy Zach. I posted the picture. I loved it. Then he reposted it, talking about... 40 years of light skin jokes. She finally got tired of it. <laughs> and, he just, and he just unleashed on me. just unleashed on me. <laughs> but then he still cared enough about it. He was like, then I took care of it. Then you went with the, the R Long patch. Yeah, he had the eye patch on, and someone sent me the picture of the R Long tagged on the eye patch. And I'm like, what's this? He could have done that to himself. Maybe it isn't him. <laughs> Maybe he's not tagging it. Oh, I could have told the doctor, hey, before you put that on, let me see that for a second. Yeah. All right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Patch me up. Go ahead. R Long. The doctor said to me, he said, uh, you're probably just going to take this off when you get outside, aren't you? I said, yep. He yep. said, Cook, we're not going to put it on too, too, too good. Yeah. And as soon as I went out, snatch. Let's go. Was that just like for their protection when you're leaving to make sure you're covered up? I don't know. Right. Once they did the procedure, I was done. I wasn't, I wasn't listening at that point. I did smell smoke, though. Smoke? Whatever he was doing to my eye, oh, I said, listen, it's not good to smell smoke while you're working on my eye. Well, he said, it's not good to make me laugh while I'm working on your eye. I said, you're right. Well, when I had LASIK done, you can kind of you, you smell it. You, you can hear it like them cutting the cornea. But you can also kind of smell it; it's in the air. Really? Yeah. It's a kind of it's a weird feeling because you're awake. Uh, so let me let me get eye. this straight. Let me get this straight. You had LASIK surgery, mm -hmm. and now you need glasses. Well, they say after like, I have readers, but uh, anywhere like about ten years later, you're gonna need Joe got hiccups, glasses. Joe, I'm not having LASIK surgery if I'm gonna eventually need glasses anyway. I'm not having you operate on my eyes only to need glasses again anyway. That's okay. just dumb to me. All right. Well, that just makes sense to me. Well, I did it. You're operating. I'm letting you perform surgery on my eyes. I'm mm -hmm. real sensitive about that. Because like yesterday, every time the, the doctor got close to my eyes, I would jump. He said, you got to stop jumping. I said, yeah. well, you got to stop reaching aggressively for yeah. my eye. <laughs> well, when they numb it and <laughs> hold it, that thing open. Yo, oh. the, he flipped the lid. He said, when you were a kid, did you ever flip your lid uh, to make fun of girls? Yeah. I said, no. He said, well, there are no girls here, but I'm about to flip your lid. Yeah. He flipped the lid. He was digging and digging. I said, I don't feel anything. He said, that's a good thing. You know, <laughs> digging and digging. And finally got it out. What happens is, this is how styes built. I found this out yesterday. Behind your eyelashes is oil mm -hmm. to keep the eyelashes from drying out. But human body is just weird, isn't it? It's like There's a, all kinds of bugs and stuff all over. So you it's, know it's, that, right? It's, 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 it's oil behind there. Mm -hmm. So what happens is, sometimes that oil builds up and the bacteria gets in. And it got it built up so much with me that the ant, uh, antibiotic didn't work, so he had to go in there. And zzz, zzz, I heard a lot of that. Yeah, I was. I was um, a little uncomfortable. I was born without eyelids. Did you know this? It's true. I was born without eyelids. They had to um, graft skin from from my circumcision. They mm -hmm. used it on my eyes. That's why I was cockeyed most of my life. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Coming up on 615 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Nelson Aguilar gets the one-year deal with the Baltimore Ravens, the extension. First of all, Jeremy... Do you think that's just an insurance policy, or will Nelson Aguilar actually be on the roster of uh, week one? Oh, no, I think he's on the roster. Um, and I can't believe I'm saying this. I I really like it. Um, <laughs> the fact of what he did and limited opportunities out there and the routes that he ran, I think it's a fine signing. You're, you're hoping that that guy's your fourth receiver and spelling guys here and there in different uh, scenarios when they're coming off the field, if you're going four wide or whatever types of looks you're giving them. But, yeah, I think it was absolutely imperative that you brought another receiver that knows your offense back into the fold. Nelson Aguilar, folks, for you wondering in stats, he had 35 receptions for 381 yards, just a tick under 11 yards of receptions, four touchdowns. He was targeted 45 times. Jeremy, is this a run-first offense? Should be. What number receiver would Aguilar be when you throw in the tight end? Oh, um, when you throw in the two tight ends. Uh, option number five, maybe? Six. And he had 35 receptions. Yeah. Well, before the mergers of likely, he was probably option number five. Yeah, fair enough. He had 35 receptions. I'm with you. This is not going to break the Baltimore Ravens. Not going to, not going to hurt the salary cap uh, implications. Any of those things. At the age of 31, who do you want out there to sit, fill the role that he's filled? He's not the number one guy. He's made some big plays not only in the postseason but in the regular season as well. And <clears throat> we all laughed at it last year when that was the signing. It's like, wait a minute. You guys need a receiver, and you went out and got Nelson Aguilar. But now defense is before they got Zay Flowers and and Odell Beckham Jr. But, like, we were going, I can't believe this is going to be the the situation what you're bringing in. And then even then, I think if you would have brought him in and you'd have done it in the other order and had Odell and Zay, and then you bring in Aguilar, but like, well, do you need him? Yeah, you did, it turns out. I love the Odell Beckham Jr. signing when it happened. Today, I want to keep Aguilar and let Odell Beckham Jr. go. See how different things are? Yeah. 
I want to keep Aguilar. I mean, he is, for what he was expected to do, he was more productive than Odell Beckham Jr. Would you agree? For yeah. the expectations. Yeah. He was more, he was way more productive. Well, you're grading him on a curve, obviously. Yeah. 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 You'd have to say for what you, what you paid for Odell, giving him, what was it, 15 million a year? Yeah. yeah. You didn't get what, you didn't get fair value for that. Not at all. So, so I'm, I think it is the right move for the Baltimore Ravens. Um, and again, it's because of who he's in, who he's behind. He's not going to be, he's not expected to be the number one guy. He's not expected to be, you know, uh, in almost any situation in the number one guy. Good yeah. move for the Baltimore Ravens. No, no. If I, he's the number one guy, we're in trouble. Yeah, there. but I think that would be on any team if that's your number one guy. You better have <clears> – what, what was the old Will Smith line if he came in? said, if you came in wearing a shirt that had stains on it um, and you were all disheveled, look at – it's like, and I told you I hired you, what would you say? He must have been wearing a really nice pair of pants. You know, like, <laughs> it, it's kind of like that with, with Aguilar. Like, it, you're looking at the situation and what you're bringing in. I don't think it's exciting from any front. Oh. But it is helpful to this team, and you do have another wide receiver in the fold. People can say what they want. I, I kind of feel like Lamar went to him in some key situations. Like, you can look at it and say those are 30-some receptions, but how many of them are first downs? What about the touchdowns he had? You know, they're- So you disagree with the man at the bottom of the house catching babies? Yes. Disagree with him? No, I didn't disagree with him at the time. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I showed some people yesterday. They forgot about that. The guy in Philly. There's a burning house. They had to drop kids from the from the top to the second floor. Mm-hmm. And the guys at the bottom catching the kids. He said, "Yeah, I was catching the kids. I'm like Aguilar. Yeah, don't be Nelson. <laughs> that terrible. was cold, man. That was cold. That was <laughs> so cold and unwarranted. No one asked you. You just threw the man under the bus. Let's go to Dundalk and get Johnny. What's up, Johnny? Fellas, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I tell him, Joe, I, I missed y'all yesterday, man. He told me he ain't missed me that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, about, that's, right. about, that's Joe. Yeah. <laughs> y'all, y'all talking about the free agent joints, right? Well, I'm just wondering, man, is this Derrick Henry thing might catch some steam? You say about Derrick Henry? I think it could. It doesn't catch some steam because I think so. I like it. The Ravens are the favorites to land him, and you I know, like it. That stuff doesn't come out of nowhere. I don't. How think. do you not like that? I'm okay with it, depending on how they use them. Like, uh, I, I just think there's more. We know how they're going to use them. Yeah. I, I, I think, think you said it best. Needs. I think you said it best last week. He becomes the bus. Mm-hmm. Towards the back end of his yeah, career. Yeah, he, be, he becomes the bus. And, and he has more in the tank than the bus did when he became that guy. I mean, the guy did average over four yards a carry last year. He's not done. He led the AFC in rushing. Yeah. Now, we know about running backs. Running backs can lose it early. We all agree on that. I mean, not, not early, but quickly. You know, running back will go to sleep averaging four and a half yards a carry, wake up averaging three and a half. I mean, seriously, that's just how it does for them. I mean, he's he was what led the league in carries at two eighty. Two eighty leads the league now. Jeez, a lot of split man. backfields. Last year he led the league at three forty nine. A lot of injuries. We don't know. We don't know who number two was. Well, but four point two yards a carry at the age of twenty nine, he'll be thirty next year. You give him one hundred fifty carries, he'll get you seven hundred yards, man. Well, where we may have thought J.K. Dobbins would get more touches, he got hurt uh, here in Baltimore in a run-heavy offense. You had a split backfield in Miami. You had um, what? I mean, you had certain guys too. Get nobody think about no J.K. Austin Eckler got hurt. Uh, Nick Chubb got hurt. I mean, you can start going around and looking at and say, okay, well, there are reasons why the AFC when we talk about the top tier running backs is a little bit down. Ain't nobody thinking about no J.K. 
I don't believe in J.K. till J.K. does it. A lot of guys out there with a lot of talent, Jeremy. He's talented. Okay. Well, look. Got to get it done. And I'm I, I'm wondering what happens with him in the offseason, too, where um, he's going to have to sign a prove-it deal. But what I'm saying is, like, when you look at a lot of the backfields in the AFC, it was littered with either injuries or just, you know, kind of two-headed monsters or mm-hmm. even three-headed monsters in some places. Yeah, um, and, and I'm okay with that. It's the running back position, man. You get three cheap guys that can get you at the t- end of the year, 12, 1,300 yards rushing combined. That's all you need. Yeah. That's what you need. Get one guy who's capable of going, who's fast, who'll get you a home run every now and then. Well, and and the other part, too, like just looking at um, backs, will they attack the draft and draft a young one? Because you still have, if you look at the Ravens' backfield right now, it makes you wonder what happens with Gus Edwards. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you, you have Justice Hill in the fold. What are you doing with Dalvin Cook? I mean, you already said goodbye to Melvin Gordon. Is Cook getting an invite back? I would assume you've got some interest there, right? I believe we've got the best out of Gus Edwards. I believe we got his best years out of him. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's a free agent, right? Yeah. I don't know if I, I, know if I do it. I don't know if I resign him. I think we've gotten the best out of Gus Edwards. The best you can get from him. Um, you know, he's no longer, you know, that that five yard carry guy. Well, you know? yeah, and and that's you look you look at the injuries and then also uh, how he's been used, and I think part of it too, if you started thinking about in the postseason, how many like. I know we're all going to bitch about the six touches, obviously, uh, between the two running backs. Mm-hmm. But, like, they weren't using him more towards the end of the year. He was kind of getting his, and I know it was more carries than he's ever had. But, I don't know. I guess we'll see what they decide to do if they want to go with a, a youth movement um, at that position and draft some guys or if they kick the tires on some bets. Yeah, more carries than he ever had. He also had more yards and touchdowns, too. He had 13 mm-hmm. touchdowns, 810 yards rushing on just under 200 car- carries. Four point one, um, you know. I don't think he's done. I'm just. I, I, I don't just. Know I think, you got, I think you got the best out of him. Yeah. I mean, that's that's done. No, he'll play again. Here, no. You've got you, you've got the best out of him. Now you move on and 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 you know squeeze some some other juice. You know that's what you do with yeah. running backs. Yeah, I'm sorry, I I didn't create the rule, but that's just how it is with running backs. When they're done, you move on. And a guy like Henry. Henry being done is different from somebody else's done. Mm-hmm. Henry being done means he's no longer your bell cow, but he can still be productive. Yeah. Because his done is still well, better than a lot of other people. He's got to have that right mindset, too, because let's not forget what Jerome Bettis was before he became the thumper and just the bust at the back end of his career. Right. Is that that was a guy rushing for 13 to 1500 yards and, you know, getting his 20 to 25 carries. But like some guys, it's hard for them to accept that role that they're going to be the short yardage guy. Jeremy, don't you think when you when when the team that you're with doesn't re-sign you, and the team that you're about to sign let you know what your role is, those two things is that perfect storm where you realize where you are right now. It, it should. And be I'm a, not saying I'm not saying it's automatic, but shouldn't it be? Should be that come to Jesus meeting that you yeah. need. You know, like um, who was uh who? Oh, everybody was giving Clay Tom uh, Clay Thompson the business. You know, one of your favorite players. Um, that you know he was he was talking about coming off the bench now and at the back end of his career that he'd like to stay on Golden State and be that guy, and you know like the, the whole part did you that just cross hey, your Joe. mind now? Joe, what did I what did I ever say? Clay Thompson was one of my favorite players. He did. He's always said he wanted, that. What what team Clay? I was team I, like Ed and I are team Draymond. What? Oh, now you're making stuff up. So, now I know what role you're going down. So now now I know <laughs> you're a punk man. 
You know that, right? Did you see what Bark? <laughs> you see That's what, messed up. Did you see what Barkley did to Draymond? Barkley said, "Hey, man, did you hear who was talking about?" He goes, "No, who?" He said, "Nobody." <laughs> and then Draymond goes, "Charles, hold my rings here, real quick. I got to tell somebody something." It's like they were just busting chops the whole weekend, but but yeah. So anyway, Angry Joe speaks at six forty-five. Don't go anywhere. But up next, in the coaches' breakdown, we're going to tell you about a certain team's first world problems. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 631 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Jeremy Kahn, Rob Long, joining you on this hump day Wednesday. Oh, hump day, actually, uh, Taco Tuesday. I'm going to do it too fast. Let's see. Hey, so Moving us along. So you have, in the at first base, you have Mount Castle, O'Hearn, and Santander is listed on the depth chart as a, as a first baseman. At second base, you have Westberg, Orias, at third base, you have Gunner, Westbury listed as there. Shortstop, uh, you got Mateo. In the outfield, you got guys like Hayes, uh, Mullins. Uh, you also have Santander out there. You got a lot of DH types. Then you got the guys coming up, the minor leaguers. The top-notch, highly-ranked minor leaguers, including the number one minor leaguer of them all, and that's Jackson Holiday. I don't know about you, Jeremy, but I get questions about, like, well, what are you going to do with this guy? Well, when this guy hits, what are you going to do with him? Then you're going to be crowded. You got first-world problems, shut up. At first, when you were doing that, they were going, Jackson Heights own Mr. Randy <laughs> Watson. But he went, Jackson Holiday. He's just dropping on. But you're, you're, there's so much depth here, this, man. But do you? But it's almost like we're whining because we got, we're crowded. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do with this? They're crowded here. They're cra- what, what? Do you remember the time? When when we had to figure out what we were going to do with Adam Lowen, <laughs> hey, well, they, the Orioles let Adam Lowen go to Toronto. Well, thank Toronto for that. Luis Hayden Penn, Radimus Liz, Daniel Cabrera, those guys. And now we're crying because we, we're, we're crowded? That's our problem? Well, mom, mom, I don't know what I'm going to have. Am I going to have filet? Am I going to have shrimp? <laughs> Am I going to have lobster? 
That's what you're crying about. It's too many choices. Exactly. Well, I'd say this, though, too. Like, I know what people want is they, they want to try to package something you have depth of and, you know, these outfielders or even uh, if you want to look at some of the infielders and go out and make a move and get somebody substantial. But pump your brakes on that. You don't need to do it anytime soon. Pump you your brakes on that, man. Guess what? Those teams out there that need the talent that you have will still need it when you're ready to let it go. They'll still need it. Yeah. Pump your brakes on all of that because you may figure out a recipe to keep some of these guys and be even more loaded. You know what's you know what's better than depth? More depth. That's what's better than depth. The in depth or Exactly. Duh. And it's like like it's it's for years we've been crying about not having anybody in the minors, not having this guy. Not, and now we have it. Now we'll work. It's like I feel almost like our fan base, football and baseball, we're not comfortable unless we can worry about some crap. Yeah. We're not comfortable. And you're probably right. Like people love to complain about stuff. It's like, hey, this is going wrong, or this could go wrong, or what? What are gonna do with Connor Norby? His ass can wait until we're ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can wait. Don't worry. He'll be all right. He's okay. Big boy. See, I, I what, what are gonna do with Stowers? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. Not a place for him right now. It may. It, there may never be a place for him. You may end up having to be a caddy for Happy Gilmore. Exactly. Oh. And we're fine. We're fine with that. It's just let's just let's pump the brakes, watch the process, report the process. It's one thing. It's I, I like when we, we we pontificate a little bit, figure out maybe this guy, like like I believe Jackson Holiday would be your second baseman. Okay, fine. I could be wrong. I believe Gunner will be a shortstop. I believe Westberg will be a third baseman. That's what I believe. Okay, we can we can talk about that. But I'm not sitting here worried about being too crowded. I'm not doing that. Not for a team that went through a lot of hundred loss seasons. No, and and I'm not worried about that either. But uh, if I were to ask you about these young prospects and and take obviously Jackson Holiday out of it, um, a lot of us haven't seen Baseo. Oh, um, um, yeah, yeah. No, we. we but but like, who excites you the most? Who's the guy that you think? Um, because I really want to see Kierstead for a lengthy period of time, and I know he may not be the prospect because he's been here already. That's my guy. One. Yeah. No, nah, that's 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 my guy. Kierstead, you want me to take Jackson Holiday out? Then Kierstead is the guy. No, no, I just picked him. You got to pick someone else now. And oh, then I'm going to take Norby and uh, I already took <laughs> such. A, I'm telling you, I don't like this guy. Cal- Why do they put me with this guy? Well. <laughs> Um, and the, the Orioles have a lot. That's the great thing about it. They have a lot of prospects. Um, I would have to go. I would have to go with Norby. I would. If you're taking all those guys away from me, mm-hmm. I mean, you want me to find the the lowest ranked uh, uh, minor league for the Baltimore Orioles? <laughs> Maybe it's one of the arms. <laughs> but you uh, know, there, there's going to be guys that they deem projects and that they want to work with. Like you heard Joe's update about the uh, what's his what's his last name again? He had an interesting last crook. Freaking crook. No, but kicking the tires on somebody and seeing if you can find something. And it's hard to kind of question Mike Elias, especially after what happened with the Twins and and finding yourself a Cano and what he did for most of last year. What do you think about uh, Kobe Mayo? I like him. I like I, I, I hear great things about him. Like the the one thing to say He's about top, He was top 30, right? Yeah. Yeah. He can just rake. You know, like we, I was talking about the um, Joey Ortiz trade or the Corbin Burns trade with, with Ortiz and D.L. Hall. And I said, well, you have you have a kid in Ortiz that was blocked here that's 26 years old 
We all think he can play at the major league level, but he's not playing over any of the guys you have. So it was a no-brainer to move him on, even for a one-year rental, and you're throwing in D.L. Hall on a draft pick, but you're going to get the draft pick back if he leaves. So this made perfect sense because there are a lot of people that are saying, all right, with the injuries and what's happened now, you got to go out and make another move to acquire somebody else. And they may do that. They may find themselves in that situation some way, uh, somewhere midpoint of this first half of the season and say, hey, we need somebody else. But right now, there's no reason to to go out of your way to make a move or to give up something of extreme value until you see what you have. Cause you were comfortable with your starting staff coming in. Uh-huh. You always want to better it, but like, you know, with the injury to Bradish, depending on what it ends up being, I'm still comfortable with the rotation. They have. You still got guys like what Dylan Beavers, uh, chance McDermott. Uh, I love Beavers. I know you do. Uh, you still got a lot of names out there that the Orioles, they haven't really used, haven't scratched the surface with these guys. You know if he has a beard or not? Is he fully shaved beavers? Uh, I'm getting a picture of him. Right. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna joke around with it. Yeah, go ahead and look up shaved beavers. No beard. <laughs> Got a picture of him. No beard. Does that change whether you like him or not? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I like him more. Who did I see? I saw um, uh, one of our youngsters. Oh, Cowser with the he had the beard going. Some of these guys like the. The facial hair in the offseason. I hope we get rid of that stupid. Well, I mean, I guess it's kind of been pushed to the the wayside, right? With the did beard you, stuff. Did you see Rugnito door without. Oh yeah, he just does not look the same. <laughs> Who is he? Uh, he's, he's playing for the Yomamori Giants. Yeah. Oh, I thought. Okay. And they don't. And you're not allowed to have facial hair. He has no hair. Facial Dude, hair. Dude, his head is so tiny. Yeah. And his ears are big. Yes. Ears are he, needed, he needed that beard. Jeremy Constant, his ears were big. Yeah. It's like if you saw James Harden without a beard. Oh, I, oh man! I remember James Harden without a beard. I did, yeah. Oh my God! And his crooked ass teeth. He got that. He got everything covering up. You know, he got all that stuff fixed. But, but it is funny too because like I did a video with. Um, that's gonna sound creepy. I did a promo video for the Green Turtle, and uh, for Thursday night, and the guy I'm in the video with is like the extremely handsome dude, like really good. And one of the women that that saw it said, "Hey, you should you should do your beard like his, so that way you'd be better looking." And I said. That face isn't underneath this beard. You do understand why I grew she this said, beard out. So you would be better looking. Yeah. She low-key called you ugly. No, it was like... Yeah. She already said I was good-looking, but she, I would be betterer. When did she say you were good-looking? That's how I, the conversation. That's how I took it. That's, <laughs> that's how I had to take she it. She low-key called you ugly. <laughs> why am I laughing? What the hell's wrong with me? <laughs> Uh, what's trending? The NBA is what's trending. I'll I tell you, you why at 7 o'clock. But on the other side, Joe, tell us why you're mad, son. Uh, you're going to have to check your tees, man. I think we're on the opposite sides of what I'm about to talk about here. Uh, Anthony Rendon said baseball is not a priority for him, and I actually have no problem with that. Ooh. Angry Joe up next on the fan. Ooh. Joe, tell us why you're mad this, this morning, son. So, uh, <laughs> tell him why you're mad, son. Uh, Anthony Rendon, former National. Uh, was it? Was it? Who did he play for for the Nationals? I can't remember. Was it right from Nationals yeah, and then National, to the Angels? Yeah, that's it. Uh, so he's become somewhat of a lightning rod, I think, over the last year or so. Um, there was the instance where he grabbed a fan by the scruff of the neck because he was getting heckled. Um, he's been hurt a lot. He gets paid a lot of money. For, I think. How much he's actually played, I think he's made like $637,000 each time he's swung the bat in the last two seasons. But um, he he made headlines over 
the winter by saying that baseball was not really something that he truly loves doing. No, um, and it came up again. I, I got the sound for you. This came up. This is from uh, courtesy of Bally Sports West. He was asked if baseball was a priority for him. It's got some other questions in there, too. Is it still a top priority for you? Though? It's never been a top priority for me. This is a job. So I do this to make a living. Uh, my faith, my family come first before this job. So if those things come before it, I'm leaving. Is it a priority? Oh, it's a priority for sure. This is my job. I'm here, aren't I? Do you want to be here? I don't want to talk to you guys at <laughs> seven in the morning or whatever time it is. So, Did you, I mean, do you want? I mean, do you want to like be here playing baseball? I have answered your question. So why do you keep picking at it? Oh. <laughs> so obviously, uh, that's kind of the quiet part. Loud. You probably shouldn't say that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, probably shouldn't. I don't have a problem with it. Here's why I have a problem with it, Joe. Here's how I have a problem with it. If, if um, who's a guy? If, if Manny Machado said that. A guy who is known for playing at least 160 every year, I'm okay with that. But when a man who's played 200 out of a possible 648 games over the last four years says that, I'm wondering, well, could you have come back earlier from some of these injuries? Were you just milking it? He's played 200 games in the last four years. That means he's missed 448 games. And you're telling your fan base, the people that you want. What if what if your fan base no longer makes you and your team a top priority who used to be? You know what I mean? I used to attend 40 games a year, Anthony. Maybe now I'll attend five. Maybe I'll well, do that's going to happen anyway for that team. But but my you can't you you can't be a guy who is known for not showing up, who known for not posting and say that you don't get the right Jeremy to say that. No. And <clears throat> so here's where I stand. Like we got to stop asking for guys to be honest, and then they're finally honest. Exactly, and, then we hate the answer. and you get pissed about it. Well, well, the initial, the reason why that question was asked because he he initiated it yeah. over the over the off season. Well, it's so been, it's been brought up since his DC days, right? Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you because you volunteered some information, so now I'm following up. He volunteered the initial information, but he was asked about it. No, 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 no. Initially, not in DC. This is following him, like Jeremy says, since DC. But so I have read comments from Nationals fans that loved the fact that he didn't care before. You know, because he was producing, and I understand that. But you don't think there's some frustration on his part, being like, "Yeah, I used to care more about baseball, but I've been hurt so much that." I, I don't want to do this anymore. You know why National fans loved it? Because of 153, 156, 147, he was posting every night. So you can say that when you're posting and producing. Doesn't the job suck more when you know that you, you, you did want to play? No, it makes And me, now now the rehabbing for the last two and a half to three years, it, it's not fun anymore. It makes me wonder if it's not a top priority, how much are you fighting to get back? You know what I mean? I'm, just like he's human, I'm human. Mm-hmm. So for a guy that I'm like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. If you loved it more... Maybe you would have played more than 43 last year if you loved it more. Can I say this? If I was an Angels fan, I think I'd be upset um, because it's my guy and you want him. Like, you want every athlete to love it, to just want to go out there. And we talked about the stupid cliches, right? The guys that just put it all on the line. You know, they give you 110%. and Like, you you love seeing that. And, and I think the thing that frustrates a lot of guys that were uh, failed athletes like myself is that, you you love the game so much that you want to see that these guys love it as much because they get to play it for a living. But as he's telling you, it's a job. I don't know how many guys that play like I played with guys that played professionally, and every one of them afterwards said basketball feels like a job to them. It felt like a job when you were going from city to city to play a game. It it was their job. It's what they did. So like 
it doesn't they don't look at it the same way so I, I don't have a problem with him speaking his mind and saying it um i would say this though if i was an angels fan i'd probably be a little butthurt let, let me give you a difference let me give you a comparison joe both um anthony davis and steph curry are both great players am i right they're both generational talents right yeah if steph curry says to you oh it's just a job to me you don't take it differently from anthony davis saying that to you because Steph Curry posts every night. Anthony Davis has been notorious throughout his career to miss a ton of games. But at the same time, it's not like he's going out there and goofing off and getting hurt. It's not goofing off and getting hurt. When you want to get back, when you love the game, you do anything you can do to get back. Some some guys... I, I feel like that's adding a whole other angle to it. That's no, not no, no, what no, he no. was referring it to. It doesn't matter. You, you, can't, you can't ask the, the fans... To say, hey, baseball players are human, and for baseball players not to know the same thing about the fans. This guy's played 200 games over the last four years. Don't tell me there aren't fans wondering, well, wait a minute, man. Maybe you don't love it enough to get back because there are players who play all the time less than 100%. Well, so, and I, and I, okay, I see where you're coming from that angle, but, and this, and with what Jeremy said, I think is a, a lot of truth to it because it's more people who, it would be their dream to play baseball, and since he gets to do it and doesn't care, then they take offense to that. And I, and I understand that, but I know plenty of people, no matter what field they're in, that just go to work and do what they want to do at work, do their job, and then go home. I get it. He hasn't been able that's to, the, but, that's he, the key. but he's physically, it's not as we like he's know. not goofy, we, he's the good, not goofing off. He physically if, can't do the job. You don't know if he was the And you don't either, time. though, so but, you yeah. can't say same, that. But at the Here same time, he's the guy who's missed 440, if, if you missed there. 448 games in four years, have enough common sense not to say that. That's my point. I'm gonna. Don't, have I, enough, I have no have problem with it at all. You have to have enough common sense to say, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't say that. So let's go say no, he goes and plays situation. 150 this year and posts like a 320 average and does that and still says that he does that he doesn't care about baseball. Nikola Jokic probably does not care about basketball. But Nikola Jokic posts every night. Nikola Jokic didn't even want to go to his team's own parade. He wanted to go play with his horses in Serbia. But he posts every night. He is not. He is not throughout his career. He has not been one of these. Uh, uh, what do they call it? Uh, when uh, load management guys. Yeah, yeah. He's not been one of Nikola. That's my point. You you've given the point. He can say that because his work ethic suggests no matter what. He is going to. I don't care whether Jokic loves the game or not. All I care is that you show up, and when you don't show up, you can't express to me you're, you're, you're not loving I, I, the game. If, you can't if do the it. injury is bad enough that you literally can't play, I, I think that's that's taking a step to say, well, if he doesn't, maybe he doesn't care. We don't know that. Like what? The only way for us to tell is his leg got cut off, and then we can say, okay, well, obviously he can't play baseball. Well, I do know this. I do know this. He's posted. I, I would take 50, uh, 20 away from him because 20 it wasn't 162. 20, he couldn't play at 162. Last three years, the most games he's played was 58. I go, don't know. go to work, do your job, go home. Your life should not be your job. That's if fine. it happens to be that, then that's great. But if not, like it's a lot of people saying, like, oh, this isn't fair. I wish I could play baseball. Well, everybody's not going to think like you. It's not about, I don't wish I could play baseball, but at the same time, I wish he would have enough. Just because work, it's work, just because it's your work, right work. doesn't make it right. It's his Shouldn't right live to work. It's, it's his right to say whatever he wants to say. He doesn't live to work. He works six months a year. I'm not still sure. has to put in work to try to get back. He works six months a year. I'm not Bob, sure you're come, allowed to get angry. Six months a year. 
than Angry Joe during his angry. Oh, segment. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just. I wish the guy had more common sense. Or put it this way, and which is funny because it's a lot what my next segment is about. Sometimes you should have you got to know the people around you who's listening to you. And 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 have enough common sense not to say certain you, things. You should have known that Joe was going to defend another Frenchman, <laughs> Rendon. <laughs> Le Croix, Rendon. Oh, Seven thirty, the barbershop time. We had a day. Ashley Scoggins lawsuit. Uh, a lot of people may find this to be sort of unfair. We'll talk about that at seven thirty. But on the other side, the NBA All Star Game. A lot of buzz around that. That's what's trending up next on the fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 